Welcome to Home Group. This is Rick Renner, and today I'm coming to you again from Tulsa because I am in Tulsa, and we're coming to you from our new building. And by the way, if you've given a gift to help us buy this building or to retire the debt on this building, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. I always say that it's not about buildings. It's not. It's about having what we need so that we can reach people, and we needed this space to do our work so we can minister to you and to people just like you. But in today's home group, I'm here with Denise Renner and Rhonda Roush, whose first name was Rhonda Renner. This is my oldest sister. And I'm so glad to be here with Rhonda and with Denise. Welcome to home group, guys. Well, thank you, Rick, and welcome home group. I'm so glad to be a part. And Rhonda, we're glad that you're with us. Thank you very much. And we're gonna talk today about growing up in church. Me, Denise, and Rhonda all grew up going to church. And the scripture we're going to use today is Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25, a verse that I heard from my parents every week when we were growing up. Not forsaking the assembling of yourselves together. Well, there was once a year I always wanted to forsake the assembling of ourselves together. And that was when on Sunday night, the Wizard of Oz came on. And oh, I wanted to watch The Wizard of Oz. Do you remember when The Wizard of Oz first came out? Judy Garland singing over the rainbow. And I would just beg mother and daddy, please let us stay home. They would say, nope, we're going to church. I, we don't care what's on TV, we're going to church. And Rhonda, I also remember on Sunday nights, just before daddy would say, everybody head to the car. <sighs> the wonderful world of Disney would come on and just at the time that Tinkerbell would hit her little wand and the sparkles would go. Get in the car. Get in the car. And I remember thinking, ah, oh, ah, oh, <laughs> I want to see this wonderful world of Disney. And Denise? I was living the same life, Rick, totally. Because when, when uh, Wizard of Oz came on, I'd do the same thing. Daddy. It's so special. It's only on once a year. Can we please stay home and watch it? The answer was no. <laughs> Ronald Renner, I can, hear, I can still hear the recliner. Mm -hmm. Can you, Rhonda? I Because <laughs> Daddy said, the recliner goes down and Dad yells, everybody to the car. Okay, yes. here, great. We're going to go to training union and miss the Wizard of Oz again. We were just such persecuted children. <laughs> but you know what? It really helped us, didn't it? It did. And so we're going to talk about growing up in church. But first, I want to tell you something about my sister. Rhonda has always played a very important role in my life. She's always been my friend. We've always been partners in crime, doing silly things when we were kids and just having fun together, growing up in church together. I have a younger sister named Lori. And Lori is absolutely precious. She couldn't be here today. She was invited, but she can't be here today. But when Rhonda grew up, Rhonda really began to demonstrate some amazing talent. And Rhonda is a porcelain painter. And Rhonda, I just want you to show our friends what you do. Okay. Well, here, here's a little sampling of things that I did for the state of Oklahoma. This is uh, China. Five-piece play setting, but... I don't have five pieces with me right but, I now. mean, look at the... Rhonda, pick, pick that back up. I okay. mean, look at the... You paint all that. No. I painted the first set, and they sent it to the Lennox company, and the Lennox company copied what I did. 
So I designed it. They made it. But Rhonda, it's very intricate. Thank it's you. Cute. It is. Let me tell you about it. These dinner plates with the uh, seal in the middle. This seal is taken from the Osage Nation tribal flag. And this this is their insignia. This 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 is all about Oklahoma right here. Everything about Oklahoma, it's very meaningful. It's very special. And even the olive branch that goes here and here and peace pipe and these feathers all stand for something and these white crosses, all of it means something very special. And the blue, so we've got the blue here. And we've got the olive branches. This, uh, this little piece of red flat, uh, fabric here signifies the Trail of Tears. Hmm. And Rhonda, what about the blue one? The blue one is the salad plate. Okay. The salad plate. And these plates were made available to the public to buy whenever all this uh, china was manufactured. At the governor's mansion. Yes, this is, there's uh, a lot of this. At the governor's mansion, they have a great big, uh, beautiful event center called the Phillips Center. And this is the china that uh, is used in and, that. And then what's the next piece? The next, this, the next piece. I just did this uh, for the our governor of Oklahoma, uh, Kevin Stitt, wonderful governor. He's fabulous. We're so happy to have him. This is his second term, and these plates were used at the inaugural events to celebrate his um, election. And these plates were at the table settings when people walked in. It was black tie. And then... Um, when you turn the plate over, there's a message uh, from our governor and his wife, Sarah. And these plates were um, everybody's party favor when they left the party. They said, what a gift. take your plate. Wow. And then, Rhonda, what's in your lap? Rhonda, can what I is in my lap is a one-of-a-kind uh, kind of piece that I did. This one is for my daughter, Lindsay, and I grabbed it off the table today. And it's uh, her monogram. She is a Valentine's baby. So this was... A best Valentine, our best Valentine ever. Happy birthday! Mm -hmm. And this uh, is personalized from uh, from her dad and me. Pink, of course. And so I do lots of these kinds of monograms. And those are Limoges, Limoges boxes. This is from France, Limoges. It's it's the and, best money. And Rhonda, you've done work for the French ambassador, the U.S. ambassador to France. You've done yes. movie stars. Yes. You've done stuff for the White House. Billy Graham. Billy Graham. Billy Graham. I mean, the list of who you have made things for is amazing. Yeah. When people need something that, uh, for someone that who is hard to buy for, I'm a good one to call. <laughs> we dream up all kinds of stuff. Well, you know, Rhonda, if you talk about the Renner family and the Miller family, because we're Renners and my mother was a Miller. And on my mother's side of the family, there was a lot of creativity. My great-great, our great-great-grandfather was one of the band directors for P.T. Barnum. Is that amazing? Mm -hmm. And he was also an artist. He was a painter. Mm -hmm. And we're also from a circus family. That side of the family was a circus. So there was a lots of interesting talent. Um, <laughs> one time we had a big family gathering. And we had never met the whole circus side of the family. Rhonda and I, was, I was probably, what, 10 years old. And Rhonda and I were staying in the backyard, and Rhonda said, are we really related to all these people? <laughs> <laughs> because it was just really different people. But I'm sorry I said that. I that mean, right we're, it's, it's, it's a pretty interesting background. You can read about it in the book called Unlikely. 
And then Denise is from a really musical family. Denise, her mother was a Stamps. Have you ever heard of the Stamps Quartet? It's a very famous group of gospel singers. Denise's mother was Nora Stamps. And so Denise comes from the Stamps family. And uh, they all sang. I can still see your mother and her sisters standing around the piano, just belting it out. And of course, they gave that to you. Isn't that amazing? It is amazing. But, you know, we all attended church and we were taught that we were to use our gifts and talents for the Lord. And I'm going to talk to Rhonda just for a minute. Rhonda, when you and I were growing up at church, I mean, we were taught the highest priority in life was to serve the Lord and to serve God's people. What do you remember about growing up at our church? I thought that was a normal thing for everybody, our kind of way that we grew up. And what uh, made our church really different is that our pastor was a Juilliard-trained musician and his wife. And so we had very high-level music uh, in our church. And I just thought that's how church was. And I loved it. And um, it was all about a disciplined life, being there. You know, you're there. The doors are open. We're having church. The Renner family goes. And that was uh, a great way to grow up. I didn't realize it at the time, but boy, do I now realize it. I mean, it. we were there Sunday morning. Mother taught a Sunday school class. Mm -hmm. Mother and Daddy were in the choir. Mm -hmm. We were there Sunday night. Choir, choir practice started at 4 o'clock or 5 o'clock on Sunday For afternoon. the youth. Yes. Wednesday night uh, was regular service and then the adult choir practice. Right. If there was visitation, we were there for visitation. Mm -hmm. If there was anything else at the church, we were there. It didn't matter what it was, we were there. And then Daddy became the janitor. Yes. And actually, my very first job in life was working with Daddy, trying to buff those hideous old tiles back from the 1950s and 1960s. Daddy would give me a rag and he'd say, son, this is God's house. You go in there and you buff those floors with that towel until you get rid of every scuff mark this place needs to shine. And oh, I just couldn't bear those scuff marks. And Daddy would pay me a quarter. I'd work all day long at the end of the day, he'd give me a quarter. And he gave me one entire wing of the church, which wasn't very big, but back in those days, it looked like it was so enormous. And I would just work on those tiles and work on those tiles. But Rhonda, we really were taught that there was no greater priority than going to church, loving the church, loving our pastor. And we really loved our pastor. Mm -hmm, we did. He was wonderful. Awesome. He was the only pastor I ever knew until I, until I left also. Right. And Denise, how about you? Well, we went to church Sunday morning, Sunday night, training union, Sunday school. I was a GA. Rhonda, were you a GA? Of course I was. Did I you? was an RA. That's a royal ambassador. Yes. Did a you GA's become a queen? Auxiliary. I did not. I did. Denise, you were a queen? <laughs> Absolutely. I was crowned. I think I, was, I never went past princess. Oh. Well, at least you passed lady-in-waiting. I remember well, that one. I have to tell you, the one year at the Valentine banquet, <laughs> I was elected the king of the Valentine banquet. That's good. Which was in the rock basement. Yes. You know, Rhonda, now when you drive by that rock building, it's just a tiny little building. We didn't know. We thought it was huge. 
I mean, our, we even play, I mean, we played at the church. I remember one Wednesday night, for some reason, I got out of the church auditorium and our church auditorium had like an oval roof mm -hmm. and me and the guys crawled up on top of the roof during the church just to see if we could get on the roof. We never thought about the fact that they were going to hear us on the roof. Uh -oh. Suddenly, the door flew open to the exterior, and guess who came out? <laughs> Brother Post, the pastor. He's a Ricky Renner. You and those kids, get off of that roof. Oh, my gosh. Daddy was waiting for me with the belt after church. I really, oh my I really got it. And, you know, I, Daddy used to pull my ear. We'd sit on the back row. If we did something wrong in church, he'd grab me by that ear. You could hear him dragging me out the back row to give me a, a whipping because he would say, you don't behave like that in church. We were really taught to respect church. And you know what? If you don't teach that to your kids, your kids don't get it. You've got to teach that to your kids. Denise? Well, I was talking with my friends in, on, church. in the back row. Mother was in the choir. She saw it. All of a sudden, I watched my mother, during the message, get out of the choir and come and sit behind me. That evening, I got the switch. That was awful. I mean, I can still just lift my legs thinking about a switch. But Mother taught us that you respect, just like what you said, that you respect the presence of God. I was taught that when the invitation is there, you don't talk, you don't move, because, because God is going to touch people's hearts. And we sat by mom and dad during, we were little kids, and we sat by mom and dad through the service. Um, my mother, if I talked, she would pinch me. So I knew not to talk. I mean, we were such fixtures in our church. I can tell you right where everybody sat. Grandpa and Grandma Renner sat on the second to the last row in front of the Wilkins. I loved to sit with my Grandpa and Grandma Renner. Grandmother Bagley, by the way, I only had six grandmothers. Right, Rhonda, is it the truth? I had six it's grandmothers. True. True. Grandmother Bagley sat up to the left, and she was hard of hearing, and she would say right out in the middle of the service, what did he say? <laughs> it was hilarious. And the pastor was like, Gertrude, let me repeat it for you again. So Grandma sat over there. Rhonda was in the youth ministry, so she sat on the right side of the auditorium. But the day that I got saved... I was sitting with Rhonda, and we were sitting about all oh, more than halfway back in the auditorium. And honestly, I was not listening to a word of the sermon. Maybe if you grew up in church, you can remember opening the hymn book, and somebody has written in the pages, turn to page such and such. So you turn to page such and such. It says, turn to page 49. So then you turn to page 49. Page 49 says, Turn to page 367. You turn to page 367. The whole service, you're just turning, turning, turning. Finally, you get to the last page, which says, stupid, why are you not listening to the message? Well, <laughs> that's what we were doing that day. We were writing in the hymn book. We were not listening. We were defiling the hymn books. But when the invitation began, the Holy Spirit just seized my heart. And I knew it was my day to walk the aisle, and I walked down to the front. I was five years old. Brother Post met me. Mother and Daddy were in the choir. They came down out of the choir. Jerry Sloan was my Sunday school teacher, so he came. 
prayed with me. And that day I made my public profession of faith. And back in those days, you were immediately baptized. So Brother Post came to our house that afternoon to say, Ricky, do you really understand what you did today? And that night I was water baptized. And Rhonda, do you remember the back of the baptistry? It was a painting of the Jordan River. Yes, I loved it. I mean, those that, we're talking a long time ago. We had rotating fans on the ceiling. And Rhonda, we were not from the best side of Tulsa. And I can remember on the back wall of the auditorium, I don't know if you remember this, we had a big Dr. Pepper clock. I do remember that. And the wire ran down the wall. Yes, I forgot about it. And we just had tiles in the in the auditorium and pews. I broke one of those pews during one church service. I, I think I remember that. Oh, you were sitting with went. me. We were sitting on the pew. <laughs> and when I moved, I could I could hear it squeaking. And I loved that squeak. I started bouncing up and down on that pew. A whole bunch of people <laughs> on the pew was on the side where the youth sat. And all of a sudden, you could hear the splitting of wood. And that pew cracked from one end to the other. And all of us went on the floor under the pew in front of us. Well, let's just say I really got it when I got home that night. I broke the pew. But, you know, our whole life was in the church. Yep. Good days, bad days. We did not know anything but church. And look at us. None of us are damaged. Yeah. We did great. You know, sometimes today people are afraid to make their kids go to church. And I don't understand that because everybody makes their kids go to school. Yes. And, um, and what they can get in church can help sustain them for the things they get in school in this day and age. Well, that's a very good point. So why would you not send your child to church if you're going to also send them to school? because they need something on the inside to help them get through life. Whether it's school, whether it's work, whatever it is. That's right. So I, I can't imagine that uh, it's not a priority with some people, but. Well, you know, a lot of people that are part of our home group didn't grow up like we did. Right. They didn't grow up going to church. They may have come to the Lord later in life. And maybe you're wondering, should you make your kids go to church or what should you do about your grandkids? If you don't teach your children to value it, they won't. Isn't that true about everything? You teach them to value money. You teach them the value of discipline. You have to impart those things to your kids. And honestly, all three of us, we are the product of our parents. Our parents really put those values in us. Thank you, Mother. Thank you, Daddy. Yes. For teaching us. And because of what they put in us, today God's using us to touch others. This was fun. Thank you, Rhonda, for being with me and Denise. Thank you for bringing your work and for yeah, showing Rhonda, our home. These are amazing, Rhonda. Thank you very much. By the way, Rhonda, don't you have a website? I do, but it's not very good. So look at, well, it's it's not that it's not good, but I don't keep it up. But what's it's it called? RhondaRoush.com. But my Instagram page is the one to look at. That's where I put, it's a repository of everything I've ever done. Well, thank you for being with us. We just want thank to have you. fun with you, and I wanted you to meet my sister. And Denise and I are so glad we could be here with you. We love you. Bye-bye. If that teaching helped you, would you please subscribe, like, and comment so more people can see it?